I'm Guy Rivera, your guy in the mortgage industry. It's time to pay attention. Come on, people. Think about it. Welcome to Mortgage Matters. Mortgage industry is not rocket science. Your guide to the information you can use to choose the best answers to your real estate financing questions. If that loan agent tells you that, get up and run away. Now, here's your host on State and Islay. Your guy in the mortgage industry, Guy Rivera. Okay, I am back on the air. This is Guy Rivera, and you're listening to Mortgage Matters. I came up with this radio show about four years ago. I was only going to do it for six months. Came up with it because um, I wanted to bring bring out uh, some of the the nuances of real estate transactions. And it got a little bit bigger. And it got a little bit bigger. And I got um, I made a commitment to people that actually listen to this show to bring every facet of the transaction to the listeners. And I'm going to do that. I'm going to keep that promise more and more today with today's show. Today is going to be a good show. I got something new right out of left field. I brought in escrow people. I brought in appraisers. I brought in title uh, officers. I've brought in home inspectors, real estate agents. Boy, have I brought in real estate agents, good ones. Um, I've got, I brought in the whole team, accountants, you know, everybody that you should be talking to or that you will talk to going through an acquisition or a refinance of your <clears throat> existing mortgage. So... Let me start out my show with my, uh, I'm just going to do a quick disclosure. My NMLS number is 57662. My BRE number is 101220403. You are correct, sir. Well, thank you. My, uh, (laughs) I was correct on that. Um, Thank you to my engineer, Richard Dugan, who is the extraordinaire. My, uh... My parent company, American Pacific Mortgage, their uh, NMLS number is 1850. Their BRE number is 01215943. So let me get, well, first of all, I start all my shows asking Richard, um, have you been here all week, weekend? Did somebody check the answer machine? Did you? Oh, you're half days now? No wonder. Okay, check the answer machine, right? Jeff Bridges, did he call? Because I thought he was supposed to call. How about Dennis Miller? He's been in town for... No, he didn't. Okay, so, you know, Dennis and I have something in common now, right? Dennis is, used to be a news... Uh, used to be a radio guy. Now he's a podcaster. Well, I'm a radio guy. And... A podcaster, right? Because now Richard's put me nationwide. Am I going to go worldwide? Worldwide. I'm worldwide now, man. You can't mess with this. On what? SoundCloud, soon to be iTunes. So this show is going to be bringing some information to the world. 
I don't know what the rest of the world's doing, but Santa Barbara's going <laughs> to reap the benefits. And uh, anybody else that wants to reap the benefits. Let me give a shout-out to my buddy Corey, who's driving down to L.A. to take care of his mom. And you got to admit, that's pretty cool. He lives here in Santa Barbara. Mom lives in L.A., but he's headed to L.A. Um, to take care of mom, or Ventura. Take care of mom. Uh, goes there, does... Uh, dishes the laundry and that's a good boy so he's a good good man known him forever Corey. drive safely told him i would because he's listening to my show right now so today's show is going to be different but i am bringing some different elements in uh we're going to be talking to somebody that's been around for a very long time She's got a great niche here in Santa Barbara. She has been selling businesses. That's right, businesses for years. And she's going to come. Her name is Sharon Hills. She's with. She's a business sales specialist with Santa Barbara Business Brokers. Just a great lady. I've known her forever. And she's agreed to come on. We're going to give her a call probably after the second break. Um, she She's probably bought and sold most of the businesses in Santa Barbara. So we're going to get her on the phone here in a little bit. But let's uh, let's start with, and then we're going to be talking about VA loans because that's a very important, uh, it's a very important program out there, underutilized by our veterans. Only nine percent, under ten percent of the veterans utilize this program. The program has a great history to it. It's got good meaning. It's got great rates and some tremendous benefits for our veterans. We're going to talk a little bit about that. We're going to talk about the myths, reality, and the facts of VA financing. But first, let's just get into the uh, get into the market here. Mortgage bonds, they started the week a bit, bit higher. Um... But then they, you know, that was yesterday. Came out of the chute higher, but then they sold off. And we got those, uh, you know, we got the price changes. The yield on the 10-year note edged lower to 2.83, but now it's at 2.88 today. So we're having a seesaw effect in the market. Technically, the bond is now press, pressing up against some fresh resistance at the 25-day moving average. Stocks are always under pressure lately, it seems. I mean, from every time the new Fed chairman opens up his mouth last week, he opened it up and just bonds just took a dump. You know, stocks took a dump, and then they came back. Bonds took a dump, then they came back. It's like, you know, that it's like that toilet bowl that just won't go down. You know, it's like... You know, it's like when the kid throws a, a, a stuffed toy in the toilet bowl and it's just halfway down. And um, it's awful. It's awful. Um, it, but it's going to find, you know, the last time I was on, last week Hugo Mendez was talking about reverse mortgages. But um, the last uh, show I did, I was talking about rates finding a new level. Get used to it. Rates are at a new level. That under 3% range that we saw for so many years lately, it wasn't even that long, maybe five, seven years, eight years. Um, it was not that long. 
they've moved to a new level, 4% and above. You know, if you take a look, everybody is at four and a half, four and five eighths, four and three quarters. This is a new norm for rates. Yeah, does it hurt? Kind of. Can you afford it? That's where the comfort zone comes in. That's where you got to find it in your heart. you got to look at the, the dollars and cents to, to make sure whatever payment you're taking on makes sense. Factor in your tax benefits from that. Look at the whole picture. And a trusted advisor like myself, Guarantee Mortgage, um, I'll help you maneuver maneuver those uh, those trade winds, help you find that comfort zone. And that's what it's all about. Don't just go out and buy a house and I can take care of this, this payment to be okay. Hey, you got to be comfortable with it. Serious. Mortgages are serious business, best left to serious professionals. Same thing with real estate sales. Real estate sales is a serious business, best left to the serious professionals. And I'm talking about those guys that are full-time real estate agents. Those guys that are out there 100% just selling homes. Not selling homes and working behind a bar on the weekend. That doesn't get it. A great realtor is working with clients on a weekend, not behind a bar. Richards, give me that index finger indicating we've got to go to a quick commercial break. Let me just say that this the show is rebroadcast Tuesdays, 10 p.m., Sundays at noon. You're listening to Guy Rivera, your guy in the mortgage industry. Be right back. Okay, we are back. You're listening live to your guy in the mortgage industry, Guy Rivera. You know, I've been on State and Islay for the past 18 years. I just went ahead and <clears throat> helped John Tyne and uh, Kevin Goodwin celebrate their 14-year anniversary. Two blocks up, same side of the street as Guy Rivera. So I moved in. Now everybody wants to move in around me. Get it? Richard, <laughs> those guys do a great job. Good one in time. I had John here on this program, I don't know, a couple of weeks ago. He was talking about um, disaster relief, legal aspects of the uh, what happened in our community. And, uh, you know, he was very good at what he did. Today, he's, he did it again. Uh, at the Association of Realtors, uh, we had a tips and taste. I could not make that, but I emceed the the. I hosted the first one last month, and it was a great, great turnout. Great people were there. A lot of smart guys in the room, and uh, and he did a great job. So, with that being said, let's uh, continue moving on to the market before. Um, we take our next commercial break because then we're going to come back and talk to Sharon Hill for a couple of minutes. Um, you know, obviously, the, the markets went wahoo when Trump opened up his mouth and said tariffs, tariffs, tariffs. Uh, doesn't seem to be as bad as what everybody th- thought, but like 
all things out of Washington, D.C. Chicken Little. The sky is falling. Chicken Little. The sky is falling. You know, I'm not, I don't get into politics. I'm a numbers guy, dollars and cents. But you can't tell that, you know, after those, you know, the stocks plunged and they went back up. Uh, stocks are higher in response to talks between North Korea and U.S., as well as some tariff pushback and sense there won't be a heated trade war. So, you know, with that being said, it looks like they're going to find some sort of, e, you know, even ground. The New York Fed um, purchased up to $980 million in Fannie Freddie, 30-year, 4%, 4.5% coupons today. CoreLogic reports that home prices, including distressed sales, rose 6.6% in January 2018 compared to 2017 of 0.5% from December 2017 to 18. Like I said, today, you know, yesterday the 10-year was at 2.83, today is 2.88, and it does matter. Because that's their gauge that people are looking at as far as following interest rates. Now, here's an interesting thing. I just do not understand why this stuff keeps happening. Okay, but you can go on Google, Reuters, Illinois. Get the, I, 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 I thought we were done with this stuff. Chicago, Illinois' Attorney General Lisa Madigan filed suit on Friday against, guess who? The guys with the stagecoach, right? Accusing the second largest mortgage lender of steering blacks and Latinos into high-cost subprime loans. So I didn't see this article. It was sent to me by one of my clients who asked me if I discriminated against him. <laughs> he happens to be one of our um, one of our uh, sponsors of this show, and I want to thank those guys at American Riviera, and especially my client, Mr. Eusebio Cordova. No, I did not discriminate discriminate against you, Mr. Cordova. Matter of fact, you got a smoking deal. Um, we also want to thank, uh, our other, um, sponsor, Trembly Financial, now that I'm on to thanking my sponsors, but I do want to come up and finish this, uh, the second largest mortgage lender steering blacks and Latinos into high cost subprime loans. Um... As a result of its discriminatory and illegal mortgage lending practices, Wells Fargo transformed our city's predominantly African-American and Latino neighborhoods into ground zero for subprime lending, Madigan said in a statement. High foreclosure rates, high foreclosure rates resulted from illegal sales practices the state attorney general said. Meanwhile, white borrowers with similar incomes received lower-cost loans from Wells Fargo, the fifth-largest U.S. bank, according to lawsuit filed in Cook County 
Circuit Court. Two black Chicago homeowners sued Wells Fargo on Monday in federal court in the Northern District of California. The Illinois suit charged that a subsidiary, Wells Fargo's Financial Illinois, misled borrowers into the state, uh, borrowers in the state about the uh, mortgage terms, misrepresented the benefits of refinancing, repeatedly refinanced or flipped loans, and used deceptive mailing and marketing tools. The suit asked the court to rescind all unfair contracts and grant full restitution. Goes on, Wells Fargo is uh, disturbed that the Illinois Attorney General has chosen to file a lawsuit based on a complete mischaracterization. Yada, 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 blah, 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 blah. Listen, you know, the mortgage fallout that we all lived through, yeah, there was some bad, bad, bad apples in that barrel. I believe that barrel has been washed out, dried in the sun, and being restocked with some great, great loan originators, programs that protect borrowers. I believe that our industry in itself has been reborn. We have been able to cleanse ourselves of, you know, loan agents that should never have been in the industry. And we do that by intense training, rigid, rigid certification. And one day, people at those banks will need to get the same certification that I carry, that mortgage bankers carry. All they do right now is they're registered. They're, they're registered. They're not certified. There is a big difference. I've gone one step further and have maintained my real estate license under the BRE. I do that because I feel if I am in the real estate industry, I should be as knowledgeable as the salespeople that are selling the houses, if not more. In most cases, I am. But, um, you know, it's just one of those added benefits to dealing with an experienced, stable Mortgage lender, Guarantee Mortgage, Santa Barbara, 1736 State Street. We've been there for going on 18 years, and we're very, very proud of that fact. We're going to take one more commercial break here. Then, uh, during the break, we're going to get Sharon Hill on the phone, Sharon Hills. She's going to come back. We're going to talk about buying and selling businesses here in Santa Barbara. She knows a lot about it. That's what she does. She specializes in it. And uh, I'm really, really excited to have her come on board. We're going to get her on the phone right now. You're listening to Your Guy in the Mortgage Industry, Guy Rivera, Mortgage Matters. We'll be right back. Okay, we are back, and I am honored to have Sharon Hills, Santa Barbara, Business brokers on the phone with us. Sharon, say hello. Hello. Glad to be here. <laughs> so thank you, sweetheart, for being on. And, you know, this show is about opening up um, opportunities uh, to first-time home buyers, and in your case, maybe first-time business buyers. And, uh-huh. I th- and I thought that, you know, it would be good to have an expert on that knows the ins and outs, 
about how to go about buying a business in Santa Barbara. Sometimes the real estate's involved, sometimes it's not. Um, I've been part of some uh, real estate transactions where the business is sold and the and the building, the real estate comes with it. That's where I come in uh, uh-huh. on a portion of that on the building valuation. But, you know, it's interesting on what you do. And the reason why I had you on was because I get your emails and I saw... A pizza shop in Goleta. Yes. So why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself? Then we're going to get into a couple of these listings, and and you can give some advice on on you know how to get into it, what kind of financing, self uh, you know owner financing or bank financing. But tell us a little bit about yourself first. How long have you been Santa Barbara business brokers? Well, I've been a real estate agent since 1981, if you can do the math on that. Holy Toledo. <laughs> Holy cow, right? And in that time, I started out with houses, as people usually do, and did that for 10 years, and then um, got into uh, buying and selling uh, mostly apartment buildings, and did that for about 10 years. Simultaneously, I had a property management company, because the people I sold buildings to um, definitely wanted me to manage them as possible. And 17 years ago, I started focusing just on businesses, and that quickly consumed uh, every minute of my working day. So I stopped doing houses altogether about uh, 15 years ago and uh, only do buildings, as you mentioned, if they're tied in uh, with a business. So... Since the 80s, you have been through all facets of our industry, and that's, you know, that gives you, um, that gives you the expertise to, to be exactly where you're at right now, and that in itself is an asset, a huge asset in my eyes. Right, and it's the thing that I like best. Of all the things that I've done, um, if I were just to stop right now and say, okay, which one would I rather do, it would be business sales. Well, it, it gives you, um, like me, my thing is first-time homebuyers, but this here, you can actually, and you do actually, set people on their path to, you know, financial freedom, independence, by, you know, selling them a business so that they can make, you know, blaze their own trail. Am I right? Yes, I have uh, two different sales in process right now. Uh, both happen to be with restaurants. And in both cases, the buyers are people who've worked in other restaurants, uh, some of the nicest in town, for many years and have very impressive portfolios. And now they're buying their first business and are very excited about that. That is wonderful. So let's jump right in. Let's jump right into the listing that caught my eye. Not that I'm going to go buy a pizzeria or anything, but uh-huh. you got a pizza shop in Goleta, and I know it's a confidential thing, and yeah. you're, you're going to tell the buyers, you're going to tell the listeners how to how to go on and, and get that disclosure that you require signed. I've signed them, just uh-huh. so I can look at your stuff, get on your list, and view where they're at and, and, and disclose what they're doing. But um, tell us a little bit about, this says third largest pizza franchise, Goleta, great opportunity, a turnkey pizza restaurant, a ready-to-go location for any boot, for any food um, business. And then it goes on um, about an average franchise location. Now, on something like this, 
And is it okay if I quote because you put it here, you know, that, that number is like 150000 Is it okay? I mean. Yes, that's all right. Okay, so if somebody wanted to go out and buy a pizzeria and, and this price tag was on there, you know, a lot of people just don't have that money, but they can they can go to a bank and borrow it for a business line, or, or you can arrange seller financing. Tell us how you would approach, how you would structure the deal for somebody saying, hey, look, I only have about 50000 bucks, but I want to buy it. Right. Uh, the one that you mentioned is an unusual situation. In fact, it's probably the first franchise that I've had in this situation. They opened a few months ago due to disagreements, and um, all of the partners who owned it uh, live at quite a distance, a two-hour drive away. And they very quickly got tired of being the guy designated to drive down and open and manage the shop. So they actually closed the business, even though they had started making money after being open just for a few months. And uh, it is now for sale. With It's fully equipped. The equipment uh, has been used uh, for a period of time, but it looks like new. It's a very shiny stainless steel, everything uh, pretty much state-of-the-art. And so someone who knows the pizza business could go in there and do their business. It wouldn't have to be with the franchise. The franchise, if you were to buy this franchise, would be about $300,000 and you would open with no business established whatsoever, no employees, nothing, and you'd pay $300,000. But in this case, you can get uh, an installation that was up and running just a few months ago, had established a little bit of business, and you can get it for half price. So these are guys that just called it quits and said, you know what, get us what you can for our equipment and our and get us out of our lease. Yeah, and they own other uh, branches of the same franchise in other cities, so they're familiar uh, with the process. But um, no one wanted to be driving to Santa Barbara every day. Wow. Okay, so looking at the rest of your listings here, um, you know, you've got a deli cafe catering company, almost the same price. San Ynez Cafe, mm-hmm. uh, that's a little bit more, um, but shows how much money you. I mean, that's the gross sales on that were almost a million dollars, seven hundred thousand, and that's an absentee owner. Right. Um, so you're you're across the you're across the board. You got different stuff going on for you know, different different folks here, but it just seems, I mean, a hundred and, the, the the dollar amounts here look about the same, 150 here, 140, and that one was 240. So these yeah, are affordable, the these are affordable uh, enterprise opportunities for somebody to actually get into, um, you know, spit and polish and, 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 you know, blaze their own trail. Right. Um, I represent all different types of businesses, everything from the repair of dental equipment, which has got to be a rare one, Um, uh, billiards, parlor and um, equipment sales business. Mm -hmm. I always have multiple restaurants, usually everything from uh, juice bars to full-on elegant dining. 
Uh, right now, I have a liquor license for sale. Those have gone up sharply in this last year or so. They're selling for approximately $250,000. And this is a, a type 47, which is the type where you must be selling food and also have a bar. And now, that, the, go ahead. Uh, and that's a huge asset, that liquor license, isn't it? Oh, yes. They don't come up for sale too often. At any given moment, there might be one or two on the market and sometimes none for months. So when people know that they need a license like that to go to the restaurant they want to open, or maybe they've bought one and want to move up from beer and wine to a full liquor, they're very much in demand. But you were asking me about the one um, in, did you say Solvang or San Inez? The one in Santi Inez Cafe, beer and wine, 249 absentee owner. That looks pretty good. Right. Uh, that is an excellent business for many reasons. Um, the rent is good to start with. That's uh, With a, a knowledgeable buyer, that's the first thing they want to know. Sure. Even more important, usually, than how, mu- how much the sales total sales are. But what's uh, an extra plus is it wasn't too long ago that they started uh, selling food and being open um, for dinner as well as breakfast and lunch. And so their sales have been going up steeply for the last year and a half and are still rising. So the amount that you quoted, 700000 um, by the end of the month, that's going to be on a higher basis than that and probably continuing for quite a while because they're still on that up curve that happens when you first open and get popular. And saying as in itself is getting popular. Very much so. So, yes. yeah, that's a that's a huge, huge uh, asset. Um, Sharon, I want you to stand by because we're not done, but we got to take a quick commercial break. Richard's telling okay. us, and uh, because this is this is good, great information for for people, f- some food for thought for people. Get it? Food for thought. Uh, yes. To <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, come on, Richard, that was funny, and so. <laughs> We're going to uh, take a quick commercial break. We are speaking with Sharon Hills, business sales specialist, Santa Barbara Business Brokers. You're listening to Guy Rivera, your guy in the mortgage industry. We'll be right back. Okay, we are back and we are speaking with Sharon Hills. Yes, you are. Okay. Sharon, um, thank you so much again for being part of our show today. I think this is real important for a lot of people. Some people, you know, that are retired looking for some stuff to do or people are thinking about changing or like your other clients that are buying their own place. I mean, that's Uh good stuff. Right, and many of my clients are exactly what you mentioned. They're people who have retired, either they already lived in Santa Barbara, or they're coming here from all over the world. I work with, um, uh, what is it called? I work with a consultant who helps people to come in on E2 visas, if you know what those are. That's where a person, in order to enter the country, must buy a business here. So many of them are... Uh, retirement age. They want to do something here so that they're earning some money, but 
probably not want to be 40 hours a week behind the counter. So um, I work with them. They are all cash buyers, usually. Uh, in other places, the financing is not as available. People don't even think of it when they come in from other countries. Sure. But if you like, I can tell you a little bit about the various uh, types of financing that we do. Yeah, I, I think I think we should, um, because mm-hmm. that's real important. When somebody wants to buy a place and they only have X amount of dollars, what do you tell them? How do you try to structure the deal to make it work for all parties involved? Right. I start by telling new buyers, because they sometimes come to me without even having a particular business in mind, just to find out what the process is like. So I tell them that uh, the best thing to do is uh, go to their own bank and just have a conversation with the loan officer. First question is, does their bank do business loans at all? Because many of the banks in town do not. Um, If they do loans, they're usually your best bet, because they've already seen the uh, account that the particular buyer has, and they already have a relationship with the buyer. So they can find out what the criteria is for their bank. What type of business will they loan on? What type will they not loan on? Um, What amount of money is involved in the criteria? Some banks will tell you that they will not loan less than $50,000. That's the smallest amount they will loan. But they will loan it in a case where the business you're buying is $150,000 or $200,000 or whatever it may be. So... That is a good preparatory thing to do when a person is thinking about buying, even if he hasn't located the business yet. So once he or she locates the business, then um, part of my job is getting all of the financials together that a bank is going to want on the business. So banks, of course, want to see that the business is currently producing enough income so that it won't be a risk um, the bank is producing enough to be able to make the bank payments. And if the buyer doesn't have another source of income, it would have to be making enough money to support the buyer with all of his other expenses. Now, in general, buyers prefer to have an all-cash sale. They've often heard stories about how if they carry back money, they may or may not get it later. Actually, in the cases that I've handled for the last 17 years, where a seller did carry back money, every single one of them has been paid in full. So part of my job, too, is getting into conversation with the buyer to be sure that he's going to be able to last and do well in the business and financially in general. So I can put that buyer together with someone who is willing to be a lender to carry back some of the purchase price. And that so, that, in, that in itself has got to be, you know, you're going to have talent to do that. I mean, there's a lot to go into that. There's the financials, there's the character as well, yep. you know, the sell, so, and there's the experience, right? Unless yeah, the seller. Would, honestly, I would say experience is, is the biggest part of it. Sure. Um, I don't, I don't pretend to be a genius, but I've sure done a lot of experience. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, and they've got to have the experience in the business that they're wanting to buy, right? Unless somebody is willing to train and shadow and uh, help them. 
Um, so there's a lot that goes into it, and there's a lot of opportunity that you bring to to people, and and it's a great thing in what you did, and I, and I just really, um, you know, this is one thing that when I got your email, I go, this would be a great, great segment for the show, and I, and I really appreciate you you coming on and sharing with us. So why don't you tell our borrowers, because Richard, we got about two minutes here. Um, tell, tell, tell our, uh, listeners how to get in touch with you, the name of your company, where you're at, your website and all that good stuff, because that's important. Yeah. Um, my name, of course, again, is Sharon Hills with an SMEN, and I am located in the Century 21 building. Century 21 is actually my broker, and we're at 1635 State Street. We're at the same intersection as um, International House of Pancakes, I have. And what was your other question? Your oh, number. My website. Your number is eight nine nine two nine one nine. Yes. And your website is. Um, it's Santa Barbara Business Brokers, and my email address is Sharon at SB. That's short for Santa Barbara Business. Brokers with an S dot com. Okay, now people can go on there. They can sign mm-hmm. in, and then they have to sign a, a confidentiality agreement, right? And you can do Correct. that on online. There, it's like a little docu sign thing, which is very cool. And I yeah. encourage anybody and everybody to go on that website. I go on from time to time. Like everybody that gets tired of their business and wants to think about yes. doing something else, they'll go. I'll go on there from time to time and just look and, you know, curious on what might be able to save my life that day. But uh, you, well, you know. for those buyers who are thinking about uh, change of occupation, I have never had such a wide selection of businesses as I do now. I have a jewelry store. I have a very high fashion boutique. And part of the training involved on that is going with the owner to New York to the high fashion shows and seeing how she buys. I also have the billiards uh, business that I mentioned, which has been established for many, many, many years and is quite profitable. I have coffee shops. I have, uh, at the moment, I don't have a convenience market, but that's something else that I normally uh, would have and that I normally sell. And I have not one but two pizza businesses and a women's gym. Wow, that is way cool. So um, that's wonderful. And, and, and I know you do a great service to our town. You've been a, around for a very long time. You're very well respected. And I know that uh, I enjoy talking to you from time to time. So with that being said, Sharon, I want to thank you so much for, for coming on today. Um, I really, truly appreciate it. And, you know, shoot me an email every once in a while. Tell me if you got something new you want me to mention or if you want to call in anytime. If you got something new, I'm always on live Tuesdays at 2. You're more than welcome to call in and say, hey, guy, this is just coming up or whatnot. Because I believe in our industry we're all in the same sandlot. We all play in the same, you know, playground, and we all should help each other out. Well, I appreciate the opportunity. I'll definitely call you. Thank you, Sharon. And we're gonna we're gonna with that we're gonna leave Sharon and go to a quick commercial break. Sharon, I truly appreciate it. We have been listening to Sharon Hills, Santa Barbara Business Brokers, Guy Rivera, your guy in the mortgage industry. 
We'll be right back. Okay, we are back. I was listening. Uh, we were speaking with Sharon Hills. Um, we're going to wrap up the show here pretty quick, but I didn't even get enough time because Sharon's so fascinating. That aspect of our business is, I, I find it fascinating. Um, took away from the time that I wanted to put towards a bill signed by President Franklin D. Roosevelt on June 22nd, 1944. That law provided veterans with federally guaranteed home loans with no down payment. This benefit was intended to stimulate jobs in the housing industry as well as providing assistance for veterans and their families. The maximum loan amount at that time was $2,000, 50% of the guaranteed by the government. Man, how times have changed. Now, there's no limits on these VA loans. You can borrow as much as you want, but there, there's, there's certain criteria to that. It's a great benefit to our veterans. It's underutilized. There's only 10% of our veterans that actually take advantage of this wonderful benefit. Let me tell you just a little bit about it. No down payment required up to county limits. So if somebody wanted to buy a home in Santa Barbara condo, say 625, bam, no down payment. You got to qualify. However, the debt to income ratios are a little bit expanded on those. So we can get you VA approved up to 55 back end, which I have before. No monthly mortgage insurance. That's huge. Seller contributions allowed up to 4% of the value above and beyond payment of standard closing costs. Fees that can be paid by the veteran are limited. 100% gift funds allowed if you want to go up and above your normal county limits. So how that works is if somebody wanted to pay, if somebody wanted to go 800000 and your county limit was six twenty five five. You'd have to pay 25% of that 175000 above that, and we can still fund it. It's a great, great program. Veteran can use entitlement multiple times. Fixed rate assumable loan as approved by VA servicer. Assistance counseling to veterans in default due to temporary financial difficulty. They don't, I mean, they take care of our vets. This is a great Great program that is not being utilized as much as it should be. Guarantee Mortgage, we have our own VA division. We have experienced VA underwriters. We have experienced everything when it comes to VA loans. And we want to help bring those to the streets of Santa Barbara, San Inez, Lompoc. And I'm going to be rolling out a VA boot camp to bring the education to our veterans, to the real estate industry um, via my company. Our veteran division is run by a vet who has been working with the VA 
loans for over 25 years. This guy is something else. I'm going to be doing more of that. I'm going to be letting you know more of that in the coming weeks. Um, but it's it's going to be big. It's going to be huge. It's going to be great. And it's going to be a great thing for our local vets, for our local industry, our real estate industry, to get more and more um, information on that. If you want to talk about VA loans, I'm an expert. Give me a call. 805-687-6282. I'm an extension 13, 805 687 6282, automatic extension 13. Pop by the uh, office at 1736 State Street. 1736 State, guarantee mortgage. We're right on the corner of State and Islay. And we will uh, see you in about two weeks. Hugo Mendez will be on talking reverse mortgages. Thanks for tuning in. This is Guy Rivera, your guy in the mortgage industry. Have a great day. That was a tasteful and moving program, Mr. Rivera. 